Chapter Forty Six of the Humbugs of the World. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Dodge. The Humbugs of the World by P. T. Barnum. Chapter Forty Six: The First Humbug in the World. Advantages of studying the impositions of former ages, heathen humbugs, the ancient mysteries, the Kabiri, Eleusis, Isis. The domain of humbug reaches back to the Garden of Eden, where the father of lies practiced it upon our poor, innocent first grandmother, Eve. This was the first and worst of all humbugs. But from that eventful day to the present moment, falsehood, hypocrisy, deception, imposition, cant, bigotry, false appearances and false pretenses, superstitions, and all conceivable sorts of humbugs have had a full swing, and he or she who watches these things most closely and reflects most deeply upon these various peculiarities, bearings, and results will be best qualified to detect and avoid them. For this reason, I should look upon myself as somewhat of a public benefactor in exposing the humbugs of the world, if I felt competent to do the subject full justice. Next to the fearful humbug practiced upon our first parents came heathen humbugs generally, all heathenism and idolatry are one grand complex humbug to begin with all the heathen religions always were and are still audacious colossal yet shallow and foolish humbugs the heathen humbugs were played off by the priests the shrewdest men then alive it is a curious fact that the heathen humbugs were all solemn this was because they were intended to maintain the existing religions, which, like all false religions, could not endure ridicule. They always appealed to the pious terrors of the public, as well as to its ignorance and appetite for marvels. They offered nothing pleasant, nothing to love, nothing to gladden the heart and lift it up in joyful gratitude, true adoration and childlike confidence prayer, and thanksgiving. On the contrary, awful noises, fearful sights, frightful threats, foaming at the mouth, dark sayings, secret processions, bloody sacrifices, grim priests, costly offerings, sleeps in darksome caverns to wait for a dream from the god. These were the machineries of the ancient heathen. They were as crude, and as ferocious as those of the king of Dahomey, or of the barbarous negroes of the Guinea coast. But they often show a cunning as keen and effective as that of any quack, or Philadelphia lawyer, or Davenport brother, or Jackson Davis of today. The most prominent of the heathen humbugs were the mysteries, the oracles, the sibyls, Note benum, the word is often misspelled sibyls, and augury. Every respectable pagan religion has some mysteries, just as every respectable Christian family has a Bible. 
and as an ill-natured proverb has it a skeleton it was considered a poor religion a one-horse religion so to speak that had no mysteries the chief mysteries were those of the kabiri of eleusis and of isis these mysteries used exactly the same kind of machinery which proves so effective every day in modern mysteries viz shows processions voices lights dark rooms frightful sights solemn mummeries striking costumes big talks and preachments threats gabbles of nonsense etc etc the mysteries of the kabiri are the most ancient of which anything is known these kabiris were sort of a quote, original old dr jacob townsend's unquote, of divinities they were considered senior and superior to jupiter neptune plato and the gods of olympus they were pelasgic that is they belonged to that unknown ancient people from whom both the greek and the latin nations are thought to have come the kabiri afterwards figured as the quote, elder gods unquote, of greece the inventors of religion and of the human race in fact and were kept so very dark that it is not even known with any certainty who they were the ancient heathen gods like modern thieves very usually objected to pass by their real names the kabiri were particularly at home in lemnos and afterward in samothrace their mysteries were of a somewhat unpleasant character as far as we know them the candidate had to pass a long time almost starved and without any enjoyment whatever was then let into a dark temple crowned with olive tied around with a purple girdle and frightened almost to death with horrid noises terrible sights of some kind great flashes of light and deep darkness between etc etc there was a ceremony of absolution from past sin and a formal beginning of a new life it is a curious fact that this performance seems to have been a kind of pious marine insurance company as the initiated it was believed could not be drowned perhaps they were put in a way to obtain a drier strangulation the reason why these ceremonies were kept so successfully secret is plain each man as he was let in and found what nonsense it was was sure to hold his tongue and help the next man in as in the modern case of the celebrated quote, sons of malta unquote. it is to be admitted however to the credit of the kabiri that a doctrine of reformation or of living a better practical life seems to have been part of their religion this is an interesting recognition by heathen consciences of one of the great moral truths which christianity has enforced something of the same kind can be traced in other heathen mysteries but these heathen attempts at virtue invariably rotted out into aggravations of vice no religion except christianity ever contained the principle of improvement in it bugaboos and hobgoblins may serve for a time to frighten the ignorant into obedience but if they get a chance to cheat the devil they will be sure to do it nothing but the great doctrine of christian love and brotherhood 
and of a kind and paternal divine government has ever proved to be permanently reformatory and tending to lift the heart above the vices and passions to which poor human nature is prone the mysteries of eleusis were celebrated every year at eleusis near athens in honor of ceres and were a regular quote, may anniversary unquote, so to speak for the pious heathens of the period it took just nine days to complete them long enough for a puppy to get its eyes open the candidates were very handsomely put through on the first day they got together on the second they took a wash in the sea on the third they had some ceremonies about proserpine uh, on the fourth no mortal knows what they did and on the fifth they marched around a temple two and two with torches like a wide-awake procession and on the sixth seventh and eighth there were more processions and the initiation proper said to have been something like that of a freemasonry so that we may suppose the victims rode the goat and were broiled on the gridiron on the ninth day the ceremony they say consisted in overturning two vessels of wine i fear by this means that they all got drunk and the more so because the coins of eleusis have a hog on one side as much as to say we make hogs of ourselves there was a set of mysteries at athens called thesmophoria and one at rome called the mysteries of the bonadia which were celebrated by married women only various notions prevailed as to what they did but can there be any reasonable doubt about it they were i fear systematic conspirators meetings in which the more experienced matrons instructed the junior ones on how to manage their husbands if this was not their object then it was to maintain the influence of the heathen clergy over the heathen ladies women have always been the constituents of priests where false religions prevailed as they have for better purposes of the ministers of the gospel among christians the mysteries of the goddess isis which originated in egypt were in general like those of ceres at eleusis the persian mysteries of mithra which were very popular during part of the latter days of the roman empire were of the same sort so were those of bacchus juno jupiter and various other heathen gods all of them were celebrated with great solemnity and secrecy all included much that was terrifying and all of their secrets have been so faithfully kept that we have only guesses and general statements about the details of the performances their principal object seems to have been to secure the initiated against misfortunes and to gain prosperity in the future some have imagined that very wonderful and glorious truths were revealed in the midst of these heathen humbugs but i guess that the more we find out about them the bigger humbugs they will appear as happened to the travelers who held a post-mortem on the great heathen god in the story this was a certain very terrible and powerful divinity among some savage tribes of whom dreadful stories were told very authentic of course some unbelieving scamps of travelers by unlawful ways managed to get into the innermost sacred place of the temple one night 
they found the god to be done up in a very large and suspicious-looking bundle. Having sacrilegiously cut the string, they unrolled one envelope of mats and claws after another, until they had taken off more than a hundred wrappers. The god grew smaller and smaller and smaller, and the wonder of the travelers what he could be larger and larger. At last the very innermost of all the coverings fell off, and the great heathen god was revealed in all his native majesty. It was a cracked soda-water bottle. This indicates what is beyond all question the fact, that the heathen mysteries had their foundation in gas. Indeed, the whole composition of these impositions was gammon, deception, hypocrisy, humbug. Truly, the science of humbug is entitled to some consideration, simply for its antiquity, if for nothing else. End of chapter 46